0: Over the centuries, so much has been written about today's gospel, particularly the second part of the great commandment, the commandment to love our neighbor as ourselves. You can read popes and saints and different spiritual writers that sort of explain what does it mean to love your neighbor? What does it look like? How is it lived out in practicality? But for me, looking at the writings of the saints of different great spiritual authors, there's one definition that I think is probably the best, and essentially maybe the most practical of all of the different definitions or explanations. And it comes from St. Therese of Lisieux. We've been talking a lot about St. Therese over the course of this month. We celebrated her feast day on the 1st of April. And in her book, The Story of a Soul, she gives a very concise definition. She says, true charity consists in bearing all our neighbor's defects, not being surprised at their weakness, but edified at their smallest virtues. For me, this is so real and so practical and sort of so fitting with who St. Therese was, the little way of doing those small things to give glory to God and coming to understand our own weakness and our own fallenness. She says, really, the best way to show love is to be patient and merciful with our brothers and sisters. To understand that a lot of things that they do come from weakness, come from their fallenness, come from their littleness, and as a result, not to hold it against them. Does it doesn't mean that sometimes we may not say, hey, you need to change this, or you need to stop, or what you're doing is hurting me. But so often when we approach people not with that attitude of love and understanding, we're not really fulfilling that commandment. And so, whenever it comes to that person who maybe is short with us, a friend or a family member who's hurt or cuts us off, and we get offended, doesn't mean we're not going to be hurt, but maybe they had a bad day today. Maybe they're prone to moodiness. Maybe something's going on in their life that you don't know about. And so that leads us to be merciful and look on them with love. To sort of say, hey, maybe they had a bad day and move over it. Or if you have a roommate or a family member, the one who keeps leaving the dishes in the sink, or the one who doesn't clean up after themselves, or the one who leaves the, 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 the clothes on the floor... We tend to get upset and frustrated. Again, it doesn't mean we don't say, hey, there are certain rules we want to follow, but who knows, maybe this is their defect. Maybe their parents didn't teach them to clean up after themselves, who knows? But to approach them with that attitude of love and mercy. But also that individual that we know is committing some pretty grave sins, maybe against the Sixth Commandment, and we are upset, how could they do that? We don't know their situation. Maybe they were abused when they were young. Maybe they weren't taught. Again, it doesn't excuse their behavior. But if we're going to practice that true love and charity, we're going to say, hey, they're weak, they're fallen. And to be able to show mercy to them and ultimately to be able to show love. Not being shocked or surprised that they did something that was wrong. Not being offended that they said something to you and holding that grudge. But letting go of it and showing true love. Why, though, is this so important? Well, it should be important because Jesus tells you it's one of the greatest commandments. But I think there's another level that we have to look at. And it ultimately comes down to why Christ commands us to love our neighbor. To love a God, that makes a lot of sense. We love God and we give him worship. Well, because he's God. That's what you do. But why do we have to love our neighbor? So often we say, oh, we know we have to do this. I'm trying to be kind, I'm trying to be charitable but we really don't understand why. Maybe we give the excuse, well, the the reason is because of the human dignity of the other person. The reality is there is something much deeper. The reason, the real reason, that God commands us to love our brothers and sisters is because part of his divine plan is to use each one of us, his followers, as an instrument of his love in the world. So when we love our brothers and sisters, it is ultimately God the Father loving them through us. Christ loving them through us. The Spirit loving them through us. Again, God can love people directly in these moments of prayer or tenderness. Most of the times that we maybe felt closest to the Lord was when someone showed us love. They were merciful to us. They were patient with us. And that's what St. Francis talks about, being the instrument of the Lord's peace. Well, we can be an instrument of his love too, to be able to show that love to others. And you never know, that person may really need to know the Lord's love, but because we got offended, because we were self-righteous, because we refused to show love and mercy, then we weren't the channel of the love and mercy that they needed to experience. And so that's the real reason that we do this. That we have that understanding so that we can be the channel of the Lord's love. But there's a deeper reason, or a deeper thing that we can sort of contemplate or think about when it comes to this showing love and understanding the defects and the weakness and the sinfulness of others. Yeah, it's going to be difficult to do for our enemies. It's going to be difficult to do with our friends. Even more difficult to do with our family members. But the person it's most difficult to do with is with ourselves. That's the reality. We sin. We mess up. We speak wrong. We lose our temper. We're impatient. We follow the sixth commandment. Whatever it is. So the talk or the rule or the definition of St. Therese, particularly if you understand St. Therese's thought, primarily would apply to ourselves. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so if you're called to be understanding and merciful to others, probably it's a good idea to do that to ourselves. But yet I see people viciously tear themselves apart for the smallest things, beat themselves up. Granted, I'm not saying that what they did was right when it was really wrong, but to understand, you know what, I'm weak, I'm fallen. Not making excuses for our behavior, but not letting it be something that alienates us from the Lord. Trust me, if I can understand your weakness, if we're called to understand our own weakness, everyone else's weakness and fallenness, then guess what? God the Father can do it too. Probably do it a lot better than all of us. And so we need to sort of be merciful to ourselves, loving their neighbor as we love ourselves and realizing, hey, our fallenness is actually sort of a blessing. We make a mistake, we goof up, we go back to confession and we try again. We use it as a way to draw ourselves to the Lord, not as something to pull ourselves away. He understands our fullness. We need to learn to be more loving and merciful to ourselves. This is the heart of the little way. The Lord allows these sins sometimes in our lives to keep us humble, to keep us dependent upon him. But yet we continuously want to savage ourselves, holding ourselves to a standard that we actually wouldn't even hold our greatest enemies to. It's a difficult thing to realize. It's a difficult thing to accept. But, sort of the flip of the way it is, one of the ways that we come to be more forgiving ourselves is when other people are channels of God's love to us. When they show us that, hey, even in your weakness, in your fallenness, and your sinfulness, I still love you, I'm not giving up on you. Probably you need to go to confession. Maybe you need to stop acting like this, possibly. But you know what? It's not going to make me stop loving you. It's not going to make me stop being merciful to you. And when we experience that, we experience the Father's love. It begins to transform us, and gradually, hopefully, if we respond to it, we can become more merciful to ourselves, and in doing so, become more merciful and loving to others. Amen.